Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again today on the Word Podcast. Well, we press on now. We're in John 18. And we have spent quite a number of episodes looking at John 13 through John 17, which are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ literally on the last evening that he's on the earth, what he was speaking to his disciples, what he said when he had a meal with them. And it is a, uh, an intense and a profound time that he shared with them. And we would do well for the balance of our existence here in our bodies to go back from time to time and review what what is said there in John 13 through John 17, because there's so much uh, truth that the Lord gave us about who he is, about who we are in him and who he is in us and how we as believers are supposed to live. And so uh, I would really encourage you to do that just on a regular basis to go back and examine those truths. Well, now in John 18, we see that, uh, uh, First verse says this, let me get there. <laughs> uh, when Jesus had spoken these words, well, what words were those? Uh, well, the words that we're just talking about, John 13 through 18, says when he's spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the brook Kidron, where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. Now, there is debate as to exactly the logistics of how Jesus moved, because you see earlier over in, uh, I think, the 14th chapter, Jesus says, arise, let's go from here. And But right here it says, after he spoke these words, that he went out with his disciples. So did they arise and leave the upper room, and then Jesus shared various other things as they were going along? There's people who believe that, and that could entirely have taken place. There's people that believe that the, uh, the 17th chapter of John his prayer, that he was actually in the temple area when he gave that prayer. Uh, you know, they. I, I don't know. There's no biblical reason to believe that, okay? It might have happened. We simply don't know. Uh, he may have been in the upper room the entire time up to this moment, and it says when he went out that they left the room. We simply don't know. We do know that, you know, he did say, well, let's arise and go. They may have been cleaning up. Okay, yeah, because when you say arise and go, you just had a meal. You know, there's some straightening up. There's some preparation to be done. Either way, we now know that he goes out and he's going across the uh, the brook, the Kidron Valley, and he's going to the garden. Verse two of John eighteen. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. Remember, Judas had gotten up and left the meal. And Jesus looked at him and said, what you do, do quickly. And I believe he was saying that to Judas and to Satan, because remember, Satan had indwelt him at that very moment. So uh, Jesus said that to them. Judas left. Now, Judas knew where Jesus would have gone because he had, Jesus met there often with his disciples. Verse 3. So Judas, having procured a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priest and the Pharisees went there with lanterns and torches and weapons. So we have Jews, Judas coming 
to where Jesus was. And this is sort of interesting. I'm reading from the uh, uh, English Standard Version right now, the ESV. And it says, it happened procured. Uh, you know, sometimes words have certain connotations within our own personal minds. You know, how we use them, how we've heard them uh, used. And procured is like he went out and, you know, solicited and did something. Um, the other translations, King James says, having received a band of men. New American Standard says, having received a, a Roman, the Roman cohort. And that's interesting. New American Standard inserts the word Roman into that. Uh, ESV says a band of soldiers. Uh, the Lexham says, taking the cohort and officers from the chief priests. And so the New American Standard gives an idea that this was a uh, governmental type of thing. You had Roman soldiers involved with this. Uh, I find it interesting that the chief priests, so you're talking about the religious people, religious leadership, okay, the chief priests and the Pharisees had access to soldiers. Either they had their own personal soldiers, which you find out in, uh, later on in the account here that there's some truth in that. But they also had some access to the Roman governmental type thing. There was a hand in glove thing going on with the religious leadership and the governmental leadership. Uh, same thing happens today. That is not a good thing. And I'm not talking about from the point of view of separation of church and state, that type of thing. I'm talking about from the point of view of the kingdom of God. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. So verse four. Then Jesus, listen to this. Then Jesus, knowing all that would happen to him came forward and said to them, Whom do you seek? So we know that Jesus knows what's going to happen to him. At this point in time, he knew what was about to occur. He knew what was going on. He initiated. So Judas comes forth with this band of soldiers and you know, lanterns and torches and weapons, and they look all frightened and everything. Jesus doesn't turn around and run. He doesn't even stand still and await for them. He initiates Knowing what was going to happen to him, he came forward. He goes to them and he says, whom do you seek? Now, he knew whom they sought, but he had a reason for doing this. Whom do you seek? Verse 5, they answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said to them, I am. Now, the English ESV says, I am he. But the word he is really not in the original language. The Lexham, New American Standard, and the King James all say, I am. Okay? They say, I am. And it's literally egoemi. It's often referred to as the great egoemi in the Greek. I am. And you say, so well, what's so, what's so big about that? Well, let's watch what happens. Jesus said to them, I am. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, verse 6, when Jesus said to them, I am, they drew back and fell to the ground. When Jesus said to them, I am, these soldiers fell back and fell to the ground. Okay. Now, quite often people will say, oh, what they were doing so in honor and deference to him, they were worshiping him. Really? Think that through. Okay. You think they were actually worshiping Jesus? No, they were not worshiping Jesus. Well, then what happened right here? Were they just falling back in difference or something? No, when he said, I am, Jesus is tapping into what we see uh, in the Old Testament when Moses asked God, who do I say sent me? And he said, 
tell them I am sent you. Jesus was saying I am from the point of view that he is the Lord God. And when they fell, it's all sorts of pictures being done right here. They didn't fall in worship. I believe they were slammed by the power of the Holy Spirit. One of the uh, translations of that word to fall means to be thrust down. Thayer says that. Literally to be thrust down, metaphorically to be placed under judgment, to come under condemnation. That is what happened to them. When he said, I am, they fell under that judgment. They fell under that condemnation. They were thrusted down by the power of the Most High God, by the power of the word, I am. It's interesting because the next verse, and we'll pick this up next time, verse 7, he says, So he asked them again, Whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. This time they arose and they arrested him. But they had already experienced the power of God. And there's a bunch of soldiers here, folks. We don't know the exact number. Some people say up in the hundreds because of the cohort. Okay, But there were several soldiers here. They were thrusted down by the word of God. When they got back to their feet, Jesus asked them again. And they tell him again. This time, he allows them to to arrest him. They didn't arrest him because they overpowered him. They arrested him because he allowed it. Again, I'm Dale. We'll continue on this one next time. I'll see you then. Goodbye.